0: so yeah it really was a blessing to learn how I can help navigate that for and not just like for getting scammed but I mean like relationships like you said like it's like a narcissist relationship and I've been in those as well and I just had to navigate that and how to get out of it safely and confidently and not feeling like literally a shattered mess right um, so it's that was it was a blessing it was a blessing to learn all that and so I can again pass it on and help other women through through these challenging relationships
1: welcome to inspiring journeys i'm paul stressner and alongside me are the incredible adriana ferns and the unstoppable kerry
2: nelson hey everyone it's adriana here from a challenging past to becoming a fitness instructor i've learned that every step counts in the journey to better self hey what's up everyone i'm kerry nelson your obstacle course crushing adaptive athlete warriors spartan races major marathons i'm breaking barriers and redefining what's possible
1: and I'm on a mission to run a 5K in every state, shining a spotlight on the charities that make a difference in each community. But on inspiring journeys, we're not just about conquering personal goals.
2: Our podcast is a celebration of resilience, determination, and the transformative power of personal growth. We'll be sharing stories of individuals who have faced challenges head-on and emerged stronger. And you know, life is a series of obstacles, and I've learned to turn them into stepping stones. Let's inspire others to do the same.
1: That's right, and it's not just about our awesome guest stories, it's about yours, too. We want to ignite that spark within you, encouraging every listener to embark on their unique and inspiring journey.
2: So get ready to lace up your shoes, break down those walls, and join us each week as we explore the extraordinary paths that lead to growth, triumph, and ultimately an inspiring life. This is Inspiring Journeys. Let's run, climb, and soar together.
1: everybody welcome back it's gonna be another great show loving this we're on a roll here um i guess today we'll well we'll, we'll start off with our gratitude list and kerry uh, do you want to start off with
2: yeah um
1: what you grateful for
2: i i think uh i'm grateful for Taking chances and and being at a point in my life that I feel comfortable taking chances. Recently, I've I've jumped back into photography, like deep dive back into it, and have uh, gone straight for what was always my dream, which was concert photography. Um, and the last couple of months, because of those chances that I've taken, has already put me on a path where I'm leaps and bounds ahead of where I thought I was, and. I'm so happy. Like I like when I'm when I'm in the moment and when I'm shooting and and just like in in it, it's like the best feeling in the world. And I don't remember the last time that I've ever felt like that. Like it's been a long time since I've I've truly been able to say, man, like this is this is where I'm supposed to be. Like this is like what makes my heart sing. And um, it truly does mean like when those, the scariest things are the things that mean the most to you and being able to take that leap of faith, uh, and taking a chance on yourself usually will end up, uh, paying you back in, in rewards. So I am grateful for taking chances.
1: Well, yeah. Especially if it's like the path that you're meant to be on, right. All oh, works out now that everything's back in full swing after COVID. so mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> so yeah yeah people this are thing. showing up to things so yeah
2: yeah it's just it's cool and like i haven't really felt that feeling of just like pure happiness like i've been happy obviously like I, like there's been plenty of moments in my in my life where i'm just like this is great this is awesome but to like have that absolute passionate like deep deep love for something it's been a really long time since i felt that and it's really cool to feel it again
1: yeah it's like next level <laughs> mm-hmm. Love uh, that. Yeah. And then um my I'm grateful for the great day I had yesterday. I went to um I drove to New York. First of all, not went straight through Connecticut, no problems at all. got gutted and um, the event started at 11 and the first bus that would have gotten there from Providence would have been 1145. So I ended up driving and I drove like right into Midtown Manhattan and it wasn't a problem at all. It was like a parking garage. The parking was only, um I prepaid, it was only $29 wow. <laughs> for Midtown Manhattan. So That alone is
2: <laughs> impressive.
1: <laughs> and the, the event was incredible. It's all called Package Your Purpose and of course i like, always oh, talking about, cls on here so i finally got to meet craig siegel in person mm-hmm. <laughs> and um it's it's so cool seeing a bunch of other friends that i have we only see each other through like social media or on our zoom calls and everything so when you see them like in person it's next level <laughs> another thing next level is like yeah it's a totally different energy seeing each other in person and it was mm-hmm. so it was a presentation that coach michael burt he's a famous um inspirational speaker he used to be a, a coach a basketball coach in tennessee and yeah he's incredible he's a great teacher mm-hmm. and craig of course it was great so um yes yeah, so learning learning your purpose and how to package it and everything so it yeah it was a great time and then it was a pretty good drive home too and i got to walk around the city a little bit so it was yeah so i'm really grateful for that and the weather was perfect so yeah. <laughs> i mean i can't be more Grateful for than that. So last time I went to New York was for the Tunnel to Towers 5K, and it downpoured the whole entire I mean. <laughs> three days I was there. So <laughs> it's much better experience this time. And I got mm-hmm. home at 10 o'clock last night, so I'm not exhausted today. So
2: <laughs> that's awesome. Bonus. That's a good. That's a good day. That is a really good day from start yeah. to finish.
0: <laughs> I really
2: wanted to go. I'm a little
0: I'm about to go. <laughs> I'm, glad it was, I'm glad it was a good event for everybody
1: yes yes and then yeah that'll bring us to our awesome guest um jessica ray and as you'll hear everything hasn't been easy for her in her life but she's battled through and not only survived but has taken the lessons she's learned and reinvented her life and is helping single moms and women break free and live their true authentic lives that they deserve so welcome to the show jessica
0: Thank you so much. Uh, Love that intro. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I'll start with what I'm grateful for as well. Uh-huh. Uh, kind of off similar to Carrie. Um, I was actually thinking what I'm really grateful for at this time in my life is part of it is yes, taking chances because being where I am right now, like I just moved at the beginning of the year, or end of the year last year, um, me and my two kids and having the people and being in this place, like I just have such a sense of peace and home again and there is just no better feeling than just knowing you're home and you're supported and you know you just don't feel alone right so um especially as a single mom like that's, yeah. that's a, a a huge thing too so i'm just i'm grateful to be where i am and with the people around me it's
2: really great i love that that's yeah. it's, i can i feel you 100% on that too like that's such a it's a, such a great feeling to have yeah, I haven't yeah. had
0: a pretty long time. So mm-hmm. I'm glad I'm just glad to be where I am. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So when you, know, you were moving, I just like felt so happy for you. You seemed like in a good place and everything. Um seemed to have going smoothly and everything. So that's great.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was it was a very interesting move. I had to put a lot of things in place, but like I said, I had the the right people, the mm-hmm. my my rider dies that just stepped to the plate and and literally helped me move, like move from a second story downstairs, no elevator, out. You hauled it an hour and a bit away, and then I live on the third floor, and we have no elevator. So they moved me up three flights of stairs. Like God bless them. They, it it was pretty intense, but uh, we got it done. We got it done. So yeah.
1: mm-hmm. what one trip?
0: Yeah. Okay. Oh,
2: Absolutely.
1: Yeah. You have like an incredible journey. So I guess we could we could like start right from the beginning or however you what feel comfortable telling us.
0: Well, I'll start from the beginning. Like, I guess that's the best okay. place to start, right? I'll kind of start at the beginning. So what really got me on just this whole journey of personal growth and really coming into my own and finding my own truth. Um, it was actually a, a new year's Eve on uh, new year's new year's going into 2019. Um, my youngest was still a baby. He was in bed. My oldest, the, you know, the kids were in bed and, um, uh, my partner at the time he was sick and in bed. So I'm like, well, I'm like, well, what am I going to do for new year's? You know, <laughs> just sitting on the couch. And I threw on Tony Robbins, uh, I'm not your guru that he's got that special on Netflix. So I watched that and I'd always followed Tony and was always into personal development, but it was watching that that night. And that really kind of kickstarted my whole, like, I really I really want to start making myself a priority and just really learning about me and what I stand for and everything. Cause I've always kind of felt lost. (laughs) I always kind of felt lost my, my whole life and not really knowing what I stand for. So that kicked that off. I, it ventured me into um, leaving my aesthetics career, my 20 years in the spa to step into coaching, helping women, step into coaching women and on their journeys. And, from there, um, I actually wrote in a book. I became an author for the first time, co-authored in uh, the She Is Worthy book, sharing my story, sharing my journey. And that was, um, I wasn't expecting how healing that was for me to literally put it on paper and to share it with the world or start to, rather than just in one-to-one coaching, if you will, you know, like it was something that it was the first thing that was really public and out there <laughs> and you know, being being vulnerable, I guess, for the first time, but it was such a, it still is, it's such a rush. Like it's such a, there's so much. Like you just feel so good when you know that taking that chance, taking having that courage to really put it out there, um, because it's for the greater good of helping other people. You know, facing those fears. So that was great. So in that story, I I got into um, from the beginning of like when I was three years old and like when those first feelings of not feeling worthy, not feeling enough, abandonment from my dad. He's never been in my life too much. And just kind of how that all played throughout my life and the relationships and my whole belief system, everything um, throughout my whole life. So when I became an adult and started to decode all that and kind of break it down, it was, it was, uh, I don't know what the word is. Hello, the author doesn't have a word. <laughs> <laughs> um enlightening. Enlightening, I guess. Right.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Maybe that word. Um, enlightening yeah. to to kind of just break that down and really kind of get to know what I really believe in, who I really am. Like what do I stand for? And and then being a single mom, that just was another layer of, you know, well, why I was getting into these relationships and then, you know, kind of creating the same cycle in these relationships. Um, so again, having to dive in deeper and be like, okay, you haven't really gotten quite to the root of it. And then there was a moment. So a couple of years ago, I was single and I, um, I unfortunately got involved in a online romance scam. So I was targeted and I fell right into it. Like those people that organize that stuff are very, very good at what they do. And um, that was, like, my my biggest wake-up call, if you will. It was, like, the real big universal slap in the face of, like, you need to really wake up, Jess, <laughs> like, to, yeah. So, I don't know. Should I break here? Anyway, I don't
1: know. Oh, where... oh, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> well that, that's, like, uh, that's like a, a lot of pressure on you, not only, like, figuring yourself out, figure out your identity, but you're also responsible for your children. So you have to like, at the same time, while you're trying to take care of yourself, you're trying to take care of them and, you know, keep them healthy in every way. Yeah. That's so difficult. I can imagine.
0: Yeah. So it was like, it's the journey of, yeah, on my own, figuring out myself, my own identity, reinventing that identity from, from what I thought I always knew. But also like responsible for these little humans and helping them be, you know, emotionally well and grounded and, and, you know, for them to, to understand, you know, what, what they believe in and what they stand on, like just helping them form their own beliefs and not, not dictating to them what they should believe, you know, like, I really want them to create that for themselves, so it's a lot to navigate. Like when you're trying to do it for yourself, it's a big enough, it's a big enough <laughs> thing. And then with the little people, um, exactly, so great. They're my, they're my absolute driving force for, for all of it. um Especially after the scam, it was, it was, it was that moment of like, not just did it put me in a position, but it potentially put my children in a really scary position. And I was like, what kind of mom does that? You know, like, like I'm a, I'm a very, I'm a fairly confident woman. I'm think I'm relatively smart. You know, I think I am pretty well-rounded. I give good advice. I, I help people. Um, and then, so to have something like that happen to you yeah, and you just, you feel like for lack of a better word, you just, you feel so stupid. You feel like the stupidest person yeah. in the world. Right. And like, it's not me blaming myself. It was just like that realization of like, how can I be so smart? And then that's still kind of, thing happened to me how can I be a responsible parent and still allow that to happen you know so it was it was a real big turning point um that I'm grateful for you know it was really crappy to go through of course mm-hmm. but I'm really grateful for that experience because it really did literally wake me up for sure
1: yeah exactly they they know what they're doing it's like yeah you know,
2: they're so good at it yeah, too like
0: team and
1: yeah they have that playbook
2: Yeah, yeah, they just play on, on, you know, whatever they can pick up as something that's going to, you know, convince you that this is the real deal and say all the things that you want them to say. And it's kind of like a really bad relationship, right? Like when you're in a relationship with like a narcissist or somebody, like they're really good at like figuring out what it is to say to you to lift your spirits up and, you know, all of these love bombing and, and whatever else to lift you up and then like they just rip it all away. I think that it especially if you're going through it or they find those weak points in, in yourself, they just attack them and pull and for anybody like when you have those weak moments or weak points, those are the that's where the the tower falls, you know, if people start pulling them out. So
0: Exactly. I can understand.
2: I understand. Like I would be the same. Like I would. I'd be like, how could I have ever fallen for this? But you know, like you said, like the perspective of it after you've come through it and you're grateful for going through that. Now you can kind of look back on it and be like, you know, like with fresh eyes and be like, I learned from this experience and learned more about myself. Probably, I'm guessing you learned a lot more about yourself within it. And and that's a terrible thing to have to go through, but a gift at, in the same.
0: Yeah. Right. You know, yeah. Like, I, yes, definitely learned a lot about me. And what I think was the real blessing there, too, was that, but also that I now know kind of how to coach and help other women foresee mm-hmm. some things, as well as the real deep work you really need to do. And you can't just surface level it yeah. because you need to really get to the core and really clear those. Those things out, clear out those those past traumas because right. they, that's what that's what gets tar- targeted on. Like that's your mm-hmm. meat is those like un-
2: trauma me. bonds and all that. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. That, like I know that's what they they got into on me was my unhealed stuff, right? And my I still had a bit of that like desperation for what I wanted, what I wanted for for love and and commitment and everything. Like so they they just they hold at those strings right yep. so yeah it really was a blessing to learn how i can help navigate that for and not just like for getting scammed but i mean like relationships like you said like it's like a narcissist relationship and i've been in those as well and i just how to navigate that and how to get out of it safely and confidently and not feeling like literally a shattered mess <laughs> right um, so it's that was It was a blessing. It was a blessing to learn all that. And so I can, again, pass it on and help other women through, through these challenging relationships.
2: Which is so crucial to have it, to have someone like yourself as a resource because it, and again, like you've been through it and you know what it's like when you're at your lowest point and you feel like there's nothing that you can do to get out of it. Like you're, you're stuck in whatever it is. um, And there's no way out, like no matter what, rational thing that somebody tells you like just leave or like we'll help you with this or like you know x, y, and z or like with the scamming stuff like this is like I don't know if anybody told you it wasn't like a real deal thing, but like if anybody like I know my dad's gone through the scam it was like an elderly person like he went through it uh and no matter what rational thought that I could give to him to be like, this is not a real thing like no like I, to the point where I had to like go to the bank and be like, we need to like cut him off somehow because this, is, this isn't this is going to be good. They're just really good about convincing and making yeah. you believe. So to yeah. have somebody like you that's like, let's go through this and I understand what you're going through and I understand your thought process and I understand where you're at because I've been there, I think is very relatable and makes somebody that's going through it feel a little bit more comforted uh, and not alone in the process.
0: Yeah. And that's, that's a really good point because that was certainly when I was going through it, I thankfully had um, a really solid person that was kind of like you to your dad, like was the person that was like, like Jess, like really just trying to be rational with me. But I was like, I didn't want to hear it. I just didn't want to hear it. Right. I didn't want to believe it, Mm -hmm. but that you do, you feel very alone. You feel very, again, worthless and you feel kind of like, so having all those feelings and emotions. So having someone that like myself now that can can relate, can be compassionate to that, can understand that part. And still, but still walk you through it um, with a gentle hand. Um mm-hmm. I think I would have, <laughs> I would have, maybe I would have preferred that. Maybe that's not what I really needed though. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. I need a slap. <laughs> right. be like, wake up, wake up. It's so hard though. And, and it, it's tough. Cause like you just get in it and you, you convince yourself and like, Mm -hmm. all that rationalization just kind of like goes to the back of your head and you're just left with the present. And it's a lot easier to convince yourself of whatever it is that you want than to actually have to stop and look at the big picture and really be like, what I'm doing is this isn't good for me. Or like, it's really hard to have those tough conversations with yourself.
0: Yeah. And I was going to, I was say to like, you when you try to over rationalize like anything not just this kind of situation but this is another bit probably the biggest lesson i got was you you can't rationalize everything you can't literally like yes you can figure anything out but when you try to rationalize everything i would always end up with a block and a stop and a or or something you know because i like we're working hard on something that like trying to rationalize it or make it make sense and I just had to, like, my my chapter is called Faith and Trust Restored, because it was more so the lesson of learning my belief system, but to really have the faith and surrender mm-hmm. to what I'm, like, just to surrender it and stop trying to control it, stop trying That's to control so And I, so I was raised with any kind of, any kind of upbringing um, of whether believing in God or religion or anything like that. I really had a confused upbringing around that. Like I had a Catholic grandmother, Presbyterian grandmother, but my parents, we didn't have any kind of anything. We, I don't think we ever even talked about God. Like there was nothing. So I had a very confused outlook on what I believed in that sense. And so this moment of realization after the scam was like, it really had me really look within of just like what do I really believe in? What do I really yeah. believe in and why? Not because someone told me, but like what do I actually believe in? So I it has strengthened my relationship with God in the universe. And I consider myself very spiritual. Like I'm not a religious person, but I have a very much uh strengthened relationship with that. And it has definitely been again enlightening has <laughs> definitely Ooh. been awakening and enlightening and it has brought me so much more peace to know that I'm not alone but it's also within me and that was that was like probably the
2: best blessing I got out of there that was to have a relationship with God now so it's great it's incredible to be able to I think that you're right like you have to learn that on your own like your entire life you're taught whatever from your parents or like from our generation, we were definitely taught from a very young age about like, like we were a Catholic family. That was like, we were going to church first communion confirmation, the whole nine yards. And I never like, like I did it because my parents told me to do it. Right. They like go to church and and do whatever, but I never really had faith in God until until everything started to kind of crumble around me and like I lost my mom and all these other things and it really puts in perspective for you to like think about what it is that you truly believe like what happens when you pass away like that whole thing and I don't know like if it's necessarily God that I believe in as much as like energies and like that there's something else out there that's greater than something that we can rapper has her own. Like, I, I think that's where I've come to with it all. But it's it's taken me kind of pulling away from all the social norms of of, of what my family was like, this is what you're going to be. You're a Catholic. And like, this is the end all be all. And to be like, this is what I'm okay with believing. And this is what I truly believe is a is thing. And with my daughter, you know, I tell her that she literally can believe whatever she wants. Like, There is no, like, if you want to believe in God, you believe in God. If you want to believe that there's no God and it's all science, like, that's fine too. It's all based around what you want and you come to that conclusion on what you believe it is in the end. Because I think it's a personal journey for everybody. And that's the beauty of it, right? That's the beauty of being (laughs) spiritual, right? (laughs) Like that you can believe in whatever you want and what makes you feel good inside. So, yeah. Oh, I'm fully with you on that, and same
0: with my kids. You know, I, I let them know what I believe, but then I, same thing. Like, you know, you you believe what you want to believe, just don't let anybody tell you what to believe. That's right. not exactly yeah,
2: including me. Don't don't let me right.
0: tell you because um
2: yeah, you're your own little human. Yeah,
0: have your own little human experience. <laughs> so
2: it's cool to listen to them talk about it too. Like my daughter is very scientific. Like she is like science all the way. So her her brain is that more towards like. You know, there's no like higher power out there that's controlling everything. But at the same time, like she's been through death, like she's old enough to have gone through the loss and the grief of losing loved ones. And, you know, now even she kind of questions a little bit about like, well, is it energy? Is it something like that? Maybe there is something else out there. We have like these great conversations on the way back from her karate practices. Like they're always like this really in-depth like... (laughs) what what's happening in the world like what do, what are your beliefs and stuff um and it's cool to like let her just talk it out and give me what her thoughts and opinions are and sometimes I'll play devil's advocate and I'll be like well what about this and then she'll be like no like this is what it is and this is what I believe in. and I think like, I'm like that's cool like you believe in what you want to believe and don't let anybody is me included tell you differently
0: yeah, like giving them like, like challenging her beliefs a little bit just for her to just to question it even more. Mm-hmm. And that's, I was never challenged. I was never challenged to really question anything. I feel <laughs> like I feel mm-hmm. like I, I don't know. I'm not saying my parents completely failed me or anything like that. They were great parents, great parents. <laughs> but, but I just because of like looking back at all the choices I made and in the relationships I had, I'm like, I just didn't question anything. I just so blindly trusted and. Maybe should have reined that in a little bit, but I had no real guidance to go by. Right. Like I didn't have anything that I really believed in to, to guide, guide me, you know, no moral compass, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So now I'm, now I finally kind of have a sense of that. So I tell you, it's, it makes just life in general so much easier when you have that. Oh,
2: 100%. And <laughs> 100% agree sure yeah
1: it's like good to be challenged because then then it forces you to like think of why you believe what you believe instead of just taking everything at face value or even like you know confirmation bias and all that it's good to you know hear different perspectives and that's how you learn hearing you know different perspectives too so
2: oh 100 that's the coolest part like i think about about meeting new people and talking with people is just the different perspectives that you learn along the way. You know, like, like yourselves, I've got a group that I belong to where we talk about all kinds of things. And I like, it's completely changed my frame of thinking on certain things and things that I used to be really adamantly, you know, against or like, would disagree with. Now I'm kind of like, all right, like, I can see both sides of it. And, you know, I can see from your perspective where it is. And that makes sense. And I think it's so important, the value of being able to communicate with others and, and to learn from them and their experiences that they've been going through and how they handle stuff and how you handle stuff for them. It's, you know, it's cool. Being, yeah. being a person is cool. Cause like, I don't think you really understand like the value of community until you have it, you know, like it's really easy when you're like a lone wolf and you're by yourself and you're like, I got this, like I could do all. I could take on the world. I'm strong enough to do it. I've got this, but there is something so powerful about when you have a community around you that's lifting you up and supporting each other and encouraging and, and all that. And it is so powerful. Exactly. Going back yeah, to like back to yesterday. <laughs> grateful, yeah, exactly.
0: Um, mm-hmm. That I'm where I am and I'm surrounded by the people I am and I'm in, in the communities that I'm in because I was, I am that very like headstrong, typical lone wolf. Like Mm -hmm. I can do this and I am like, I'm a very strong and confident person, but yeah, doing that alone was not really helping me. It wasn't really getting me (laughs) anywhere. So once I embraced, you know, it really does take a village. It really does take a community for all of us to prosper. Right. So I thousand percent agree with that community is absolutely everything. I love Mm it. Yeah. I'm there for life.
1: <laughs> yeah. For sure.
0: I don't think Craig would let me go anyway.
1: <laughs> so, uh, let's yeah, let's talk, about, <laughs> so, talk about your coaching. Uh, there is there like um, like any common themes that you can talk about? Like What type of things that, that do you help women through?
0: Common like, themes?
1: Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. I would say common themes that I'm typically helping them with. Okay. Well, if I'm looking at my group of, say, single women or single moms, they're single women, but single moms. Um, a lot of the things that I talk through with them is because one of the the biggest uh, obstacles we face is with our financials, being able to be financially independent. Thankfully, here in Canada and Ontario, we've got a lot of great support um, assistance programs, but that's not the case everywhere and certainly not all, all over the world, but to help look, help use your own gifts and find your own own gifts to really put it into the world and to really help you be financially stable and basically create your own wealth. Um, So we talk about different ways that that could be uh, for, for them and how they can go about doing that. Because another challenge alongside that is when you're, when you're a single mom, and especially if you don't have people in a support network around you, you don't have a lot of options for what jobs you can actually do, or at least out of the home jobs. So I'm like, Hey, can I work a 10 to two Monday to Friday while the kids are in <laughs> school, have all the PA days off, be able to just jump when they're sick, you know, and not be you know? like, it's, it's, it's hard. It's hard. So very limited, I should just say. And then there's very, uh, there's a lack of childcare available, those services and things too. So and it's um, so expensive. It's so expensive. I was working to pay, pay, Mm -hmm. trading time for money just to pay for the childcare. Like this doesn't make sense. And then I'm not even raising my kids. So (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh, you know, there's all these challenges. So these are the kind of things that we talk through and we look for different avenues that they can, that can help them create their wealth and, and keep and have some stability with their, their finances. So digital marketing, I've gotten into that and, That has been a really fun avenue because I get to create and I get to create. I'm a a creator, so I love that. And I can create things and tools that can help them on that journey, but also teach them how they can do it too. So, yeah. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, that's a big one. The, the whole child part of it, like, and managing your schedule around school and vacations and, and all that is so overwhelming. Like, I'm really thankful that I have a job. I work for college. so, And I can, like, pick what times I'm doing my classes and teaching so that I can literally have it structured so that I can drop her off in the morning and do my work and then be home in time to pick her up and get her to practice or whatever but um for those people that uh, the majority that have typical nine to five jobs or whatever it is like it is hard it is so hard and when you start to have like um you know extracurricular activities attached to it and sick when they're sick it's covid like completely like threw everything like in the air too with that, because it wasn't just, you know, you're home for a day or two, like when you're sick, like you're, you're home for <laughs> extended time. that That's really overwhelming um, as a, as a parent to figure out how to be present for your child and make sure that like you're giving them everything that they need. But at the same time, being able to work so that you can give them everything that they need at this like, it's such a, like this weird, like push and tug thing that's happening where you almost feel like you're damned if you do, and you're damned if you don't on either end of it.
0: Exactly. And that's, that's exactly where I got to. And that's why I, that's a big part of why I left my career. Um, Cause well, in that industry in the spa industry, it's nights and weekends. Like you mm-hmm. have to be available for your clients nights and weekends. It's just how it is. Yeah. And so I was missing out on like every bedtime tuck in, you know, and like just all those little moments when they're like really, really little, like they were only like, well, at that time, like they were like one in one in three, like so hard to be away from that. I was, I just, I, I was like, I'm not, I don't want to miss out on yeah. this. Like it's so short to begin with. I'm like, this does, it just didn't make sense to me anymore. And I actually, the time we had off with COVID, I actually took as a blessing. Cause I definitely was able to be like, okay, you know, what, what do I value? What do I really want? How can I make this work? That makes sense to me that that I can actually live life, I can be there and be present with my kids, especially in the yeah. young years. Um, but also that is fulfilling for me, you know, like, so I, I took that time as certainly a blessing to figure that out. And that's, that's when I stepped out and uh, went into the coaching because, well, it, yeah, it was just, it just made sense. <laughs> it just yeah. made sense. Yeah, and then eventually, just last year, then got introduced to the digital marketing, which is starting to get pretty big out there. And it is, it's, it's definitely the best way that has so much flexibility and adaptability, and and you know, you can you can be truly authentically have a very authentic business, and and have and have it work for your for your lifestyle. And I can be home and be present for the kids. I can pick them up. I can drop them off and pick them up. I can do, it doesn't matter. I have so much flexibility because I can work around that. Yep. I can work for an hour after I put them to bed. I usually don't because I'm usually pretty done by then. Right?
2: <laughs> right? It's like, I just want to sit here. Two little
0: boys. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Two little boys. They're, yeah. they're busy. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I get that a hundred percent. Cause like when I was, when Liv was really young, I was doing portrait photography and all that is like nice and weekends. Cause like everybody wants to book their sessions after work or on the weekends when, when they're off. And so I never saw her cause I was constantly going back and forth and I was like, this is just, this is crazy. Like I never see her. And so I took a step back from it and found teaching and made that work within what I needed. And it gave me what I needed to keep my creative outlet going and, and all that, but it allowed me to be present with her and, like I I could take her to school with me if I had to, if we had opposite vacation weeks, like she could come up to school with me and she ended up sitting in classes with me and like learning, like she could teach half the classes that I I teach to her (laughs) class. We actually had this um, last year, they were doing a lesson on how to interview people and Liv's taken my news writing, journalistic writing course at least five years in a row now because it always, her schedule always lines up where she's up at school for one of the days that that class happens on. And so her teacher actually had her teach their class. Like I did the first little bulk of it and then she took the second group and taught the second group how to do everything that I taught that first group and it was really cool to see like you know being able to spend that time with her and have her kind of experience what I do and and learn different things that, that she would never have gotten otherwise is it was pretty cool and I'm really thankful because like I take I can take her with me and do like even with like the live concert stuff that I do now like I get to take her with me and she gets to experience all these different things and it's hopefully making memories where like she's gonna remember that for years and years and years um because I know when I was Like I look back and think about the times that I had with my mom when I was growing up and, you know, the fun things that we used to do. So it's it's definitely was freeing to not be stuck within the confines of something that was like, you have to be away, you have to do this. You have, like when I had to like sever that, it was hard, but um, after it was severed, it was like, I looked back on it. I was like, this was the best thing that I could have done at the time.
0: Yeah. Best decision, best decision ever. Um, I said, when we talked previously, like, you know, like, yes, there's still struggles. Definitely. There's definitely still struggles, but it's, I will, I will, I do not regret making that decision to step out and, and go forward blindly. (laughs) Like maybe I was a little delusional, but whatever. And, but I, I do not regret it whatsoever because the, it has rewarded tenfold, tenfold already. And I just, I just wouldn't change that. I wouldn't change missing, missing out on making these moments and memories with my kids. Like I get to, uh, recently the school got use of the arena, which is right beside the school. We're in a village, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and they had some skating days, so I get to go, I can volunteer and I get to go and help teach my kids how to skate, mm-hmm. like just being there with them. And they love it. Like they love that mom can be there mm-hmm. where I was ever there for, for things like that before I couldn't, you know? Yeah. So it's
2: awesome. that's a big thing like I always try to say yes to things like if she's like can you do this or will you do this or can you listen to this or can you help me with this like I always try to make sure that is a yes and if it's not an immediate yes it's like give me you know x minutes to finish what I'm doing and then I will come and I will do this with you and like I've been because there was a time where it was like I can't do that I have to do this or like I can't do this and like that always used to break me to be like nope sorry like work con- like I hated it and I used to hate the look of like on her face of just absolute disappointment like like I'm sure you've seen it with your kids like with like that disappointment like, it's the worst it's absolute worst yeah. and and so I don't ever want to let her down I, I want to make sure that I'm engaged in listening to what she has to say like no matter how long her story is about like and when she was younger her stories would go for like hours like she could talk and talk and talk and talk about stories and just being invested in listening to it and I think it's because you know you realize that they're only this age for so long and they're you want to make those memories with them and remember them in that that little era of their lives and hold it as close as you can to your heart because it's not always going to be like that they're going to be adults someday and they're going to be off doing their own thing and mom's going to be like secondary to everything so yeah, and making those memories is, is so valuable for both of both of you, right? Like for your yourself and for them. Yeah.
0: And that's that's why I so much am loving this journey of helping women find their way and find how they can also be present moms and still make a you know, make their finances and such. It's because I I just I know the rewards of it are just incredible. So it has been very fulfilling. It's been just very It just makes me so happy. It just makes me so happy that I can help other women see how this is possible for them too.
2: And can we talk about making sure that they understand to give themselves grace and when they're stressed out and they need a second to take a breath and be like, that's normal. It's okay to like have to remove yourself from a situation and go sit in a closet or whatever it is that you need to do and have a Reese's peanut butter cup or scream into a pillow or whatever it is that you need to do that that is okay. And that is normal. And you are seen and valued for giving yourself the time that you need in order to be better and be present for them, you know?
0: Yes. Thank you for bringing that point up. Cause that is certainly, certainly needed. I think we, sh- I shared with you how I, we came back from a walk, near the kids and the dog, and it was just like a really crazy walk. And I was very stressed out. And I literally said to the kids, I'm like, mommy needs a timeout. So I'm just going to be in my bedroom for a little bit and I didn't, I cried and I just got all, all my emotions so that I can be okay for them. Right. So yeah, you got to give yourself grace and you've got to give yourself those moments. And that's another thing I certainly talk with them. Like you got to like, this. it's, it's a, it's not an easy journey and you got to give yourself grace through it. Uh, we are the hardest on ourselves, mm-hmm. especially women I yeah. find we're really hard on ourselves. So
2: that's a very good point to make. Thank you, Carrie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I know that I, I'm always like, I just need like, 3 minutes like just give me 3 minutes to sort my thoughts and like I'll I'll be okay. It, like it gets overwhelming and and you're right we do beat ourselves up. I know whenever I've I've like snapped or like said something and I immediately regret it and it immediately like it'll fester in my head and I will be like I am the worst mother in the world for what I did and like it just like it eats in my brain and I I can never let it go and and I know a lot of moms are on the same, like my best friend will text me all the time. She'd be like, I did this. I feel terrible. Like I'm a failure. And I'm like, you're not a failure. You're human. And you've got a lot of things going on in your life and it's okay to, you know, have those moments. And I think a lot of it, like if you do have one of those moments where you do snap and it, it like, it's learning how to approach that with your child and be like, Hey, can we talk this through? Like, can we talk about like what happened? And I think I'm sorry goes so far for a child and for yourself. Like I think acknowledging when you messed up, when you misstepped is so valuable. And it's not you giving in to the child. It's you saying, I acknowledge that what I did was not the correct reaction to have. And I apologize for that. But can we talk about what got me to that point and why I feel like that was the only that was the outcome that I had? Uh, And and Liv and I will do that all the time that like and I feel like that's strengthened our relationship where we're entering teenage years and we should be like butting heads all the time. We're able to like sit down and be like, hey, can we take a second and talk about why I'm upset or like, why are you angry at me and talk it through? And I, I think it's so valuable to be able to have that open line of communication and to be able to say, I'm sorry. Yeah, like as adults,
0: like we. We need to with our kids sometimes we really just need to check our ego it's really just putting that ego aside and you like you know I'm human too like yes I'm an adult and you're a kid but I'm a human I still learn minute by minute mm-hmm. and yeah taking responsibility and I've done that exact same conversation time and time again with my kids too I'm like mommy overreacted that wasn't okay mm-hmm. this is why." yeah and having that conversation and like and then you know they they receive it and like it, it it's 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 a good it's it's a good um it's definitely good to have that open communication and it has helped our relationship a lot. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree.
1: Uh I guess that'll goes for our lightning round questions if you're ready for that
2: wow <laughs> sure the lightning round Ooh, lightning round let's go i always think of friends <laughs> whenever like we do this portion and he's like okay we're on to the lightning round and like my i don't know if you watch friends at all but like it always immediately goes to ross being like and now we have the lightning round the lightning round Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> instantly goes there <laughs> <laughs> I am so good at lightning
1: rounds. What is the most unexpected thing that has happened on your journey? Well, probably like covered that, but if there's anything, <laughs> I don't.
2: Well,
0: the, I when I thought about that, unexpected was certainly the scam. Like that would like just blindsided mm-hmm. me for sure. But I think most unexpected was actually the relationship I had after that. My my most recent relationship because it was very different from the ones I had had prior, like with the narcissists and all these things. And I was in a relationship with someone that really did accept me for who I am, because I knew who I was. I had really dove into knowing who I was. But what surprised me was that some of the lessons that I still hadn't learned of what I basically will and will not tolerate. So I learned, I'm like, okay, it wasn't just about being accepted for who I am, but it's also making sure I stand on my truth and stand for who I am and, and don't basically don't just be there to please. And I'm not like miss fix ho Like I can't. <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> That's the best thing I can put it. Right. Um, I just, so that relationship was surprising to me, like how much I could be in such a very loving relationship. We're still friends. We're still were cool but that i ignored a lot of the red flags still mm. so yes the scam was a big blind side but the relationship afterwards i think taught me even more and like i before i learned a lot about myself and then that relationship taught me how i want to proceed forward and how i want to what i really want to show my kids is yeah what i really want to show my kids what i really want to showcase to my kids like how how to stand up for yourself that's
1: what i'm trying to say sorry yeah yeah it and it showed that it showed you that you could be in a relationship that's not destructive and mm-hmm. you, you mm-hmm. know how it feels to actually be in mm-hmm. you know, a yeah. loving relationship that's great
2: mm-hmm. all
1: right um what what's your favorite quote i mantra that keeps you going
2: let go
0: and let god mm-hmm. let go and let god like i i keep coming back to that like i any time that i've steered away from that, that I have, you know, let go or gotten a little loose on my faith or tried to take control again. Mm-hmm. And then it's, I'm reminded, no, nope, you just need to, like, it's all, it's all happening for you, Jess. And it's, it's okay. You're always supported. You're always loved. So yeah, let go and let God, I try to just remember that one.
2: It's <laughs> a good one. I like that one. Yeah.
1: All right. And then finally, if you can sum up in one sentence what you think got you where you are to this point, what would you say?
0: I don't know about a sentence or a free, um what got me to this point. Probably well, like my kids just wanting to do best for them. Like that has been a big driving force of what got me to where I am. Um, and that the resilience I've built. Like I'm I'm resilient as F. Like and that had yeah resiliency and just knowing i have these little humans that i want to showcase the best for i guess so if that answers it i don't really have a sentence or a phrase yeah. but like it's oh, just it's okay yes yeah exactly
1: all right uh now we'll wrap things up now um just like to get people your contact information out they can reach you
0: yeah like I'm, I'm of course on the socials um i've got um, more for following like my story and with coaching and such is at truly dot ray truly jessica ray, on Facebook and Instagram and within the digital marketing and helping single moms and on the financial side that is digital fierce Femmes. Um so we kind of dive into more of that journey of helping them with their
2: financial wealth as well and independence so All
1: right and then Terry um, do you want to give your
2: yep. social um, shout out. So you can find me on Instagram at running underscore with underscore the underscore rock And fun story about that, because I always say this and everybody's like, that's such a weird Instagram handle. My rock star is my child. So when I was younger or when she was younger, she used to run with me all the time. So it was kind of documenting the story of us running together and the adventures that we went on. And then she kind of went off and did her own thing. And that Instagram account came really established and I didn't want to change the name. So fun fact about that Instagram account, the rockstar and that is my, my daughter, my 13 year old daughter, Olivia. So there's your fun fact for the day. Um, you can also find me on Facebook. Well, that's a good fact to bring up to right? today. <laughs> um, you can also find me on Facebook yeah. at every run has a story.
1: Oh, great. And then you can find me at the road runner Sorry. So D E on Instagram and Facebook. And we're also at inspiring journeys, Pod on Instagram and Facebook and Aspiring Journeys Pod at gmail.com if you'd like to email us with any questions, topics, any questions for our guests or whatnot. So thank you so much. And thank you so much, Jessica. Thank you. <laughs> we love talking with this you. Is this awesome. is awesome.
0: Great. Great thank you so much for having me here today.
1: Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you for giving the time.
2: Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you
1: you All right, and then take care, everybody, until next time. And remember...
0: Be excellent to each other.
2: And... Party on, dudes! <laughs>